Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm uh, Claudio Murgan, the host of the Spiritual Inspired Podcast, and my guest today is Brenda Cotti. Brenda's journey to alternative medicine techniques such as iridology, NLP, and acupuncture started when she had to take care of the well-being of her three children. She understood that balancing the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual bodies is very important. An unfortunate decision to take a hepatitis shot to travel abroad resulted in chronic pain and a fatalistic diagnosis, lupus and osteoarthritis. She turned again to the alternative methods of healing and the approach of Dr. Bradley Nelson, the creator of Emotion Code, resonated with her. Since then, she healed completely without the help of drugs, and now she guides and facilitates others on their path of healing, working with many modalities and protocols. She recognizes God consciousness as the highest guide to facilitate profound shifts in our healing. Brenda, thank you very much for uh, joining me today. Yeah, it's my pleasure. It's uh, <laughs> definitely been an interesting uh, path to take and not one that's really recognized by um, you know, the numbers that we would like to uh, facilitate to. But that's yes. okay. Yeah. That's okay. We'll get into that. And uh, just to uh, be to have full transparency with my uh, viewers, I am your client. We've been working together for uh, one and a half years now. Yeah. And I can attest to the benefits of, uh, of your methods. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, and how's your wife? Is she doing? She's is she doing? doing fine, yes. And uh, good. Good. I'm sure she will uh, get back to you. Yeah. Sooner rather than later. Yeah. I would like good. to to start by uh, <clears throat> saying that you've been very courageous to publicly mention that the hepatitis shot uh, caused so much uh, pain and almost left you disabled. When most most people still think that the vaccines are 100% um, safe, but yeah. your experience was totally different. Yeah, totally different. And I get from a lot of my clients or people that seem to gravitate to me, um, a lot of their issues are connected to the vaccines and not just the one recently that, you know, everyone kind of blew up about all the vaccines, like childhood vaccines. They've been tampered with since the beginning of time, since they were created. Yes, and uh, more and more information is uh, surfacing uh, almost every day. Uh, mm -hmm. about what happened in the last um, three years and uh, how uh, these yeah. vaccines, as you mentioned, were tainted and uh, things which shouldn't be in there um, yeah. are being found by uh, various uh, teams of um, doctors and researchers. And that's quite uh, disturbing. Yeah, it's very, very disturbing. Um, I guess there was a method to their madness. Uh, we like to not think that uh, people purposely uh, sabotaged um, all of this, but it happens. Um, there's, there is, there was some kind of, um, you know, uh, it wasn't a higher power, power by any means. It was more of a lower, lower vibrational power that was at hand and was sabotaging all of this for us and causing us um, so much pain throughout the years and created all the diseases on the planet. 
my testing shows when I am tapped into God consciousness that this is all the God's truth, that this is what's actually happened. So what I'm doing now is helping and clearing each per one person at a time to uh, bring up the vibration. It's not just their vibration, but it's connected to the whole planet. Yes. And in, in your particular case, and in many other cases, these events sometimes turn to the positive. And in, again, in your case, uh, yeah. led you to, to heal yourself, looking at uh, alternative um, options. Um, so do you think, you know, God faced you with that challenge so you can focus on your soul's purpose? Absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, I had that conversation with a, a client just today and mentioned to her, see the gift that you've been given because it's led you to where you are now and, and you know, who knows where it's going to lead you down your path of authenticity because that's what this work's all about. It is about... Um, bringing people to that point where they, um, you know, understand where their path was meant to be all along. Yeah. So, so in other words, right now, through this process of healing, some of your clients not only get healed, but they find their sole purpose. This is what you're Absolutely. saying. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. can you give us an example? I mean, I'm quite interested to, to, to find out, of course, not naming names or anything like that. We don't know these people anyway. But one of the, the latest um, clients you had, what exactly she or he found out about their uh, uh, soul's purpose? Well, um, yeah. yeah, they would. <laughs> That's a big question, uh, Claudio. Um, yeah, they would. they would find out. Okay, I'm thinking of someone in particular, and they could feel a spirit within their energy field, and it wasn't. It it was rather disruptive to them, and they they had an idea of what this spirit was all about. It was a disembodied, and so what I do with disembodied spirits when I find them, uh, I heal them, and I send them to the angels. And through this, uh, she seemed to, to develop, uh, a, 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 how can I put a connection with her angels and guides? And it was like right after the session, she got the message and she's messaged me a few times since then, just in uh, so much appreciation. And she's actually still connected to that spirit. But the spirit is not angry anymore. And the spirit is, you know, giving off all kinds of love to her and, and to me, sending messages to me as well. So she knows what her path is now. And she's she's going to be doing similar types of uh, energy work with uh, people she's met along on her path that have, she's been connected to. So and it just... It really, really mind boggles me, um, this work, because it's it's so individual and one person's session doesn't even come close to the next. Um, you know, people trying to, to find that path and to just heal in general. But yeah, it's there's so many, so many people. I don't even know where to begin 
Claudio. Yeah, and it's interesting because you mentioned authenticity. Um, and I know that people won't dare to, to start something on the spiritual path or do something or reach out to other people because they don't have that confidence that they are authentic mm -hmm. and they are not willing to, to put themselves out. But mm -hmm. the moment we connect with higher self or the angels or a different type of spirit, God consciousness, and we get that confidence, that's much, much better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of people feel as though that energy is outside of them. That's, that's misinterpreted because it's not outside. It's only within. You know, I want to be on this path of human. Um, helping the uh, human being a humanitarian and I've facilitated um, this uh, protocol and I've submitted it to this, um, you know, all of these people that are supposed to be in charge of the financial switch on the planet. And they say they're going to support this humanitarian project of mine, but I can't do anything until that money comes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you can't, you can't be thinking like that. You have to think that you can do so much within yourself by just changing your energy and your thoughts. You will be able to change the outside world, perhaps speed that process up. But just waiting for that to come is not the place where you need to be. You need to visualize that you already have it. Yes. Brenda, going back uh, in, in your past, I mentioned Dr. Nelson's uh, approach. What exactly uh, attracted you to, um, to this doctor? Well, he talks about, um, and he, he doesn't use the God consciousness. He uses the word subconscious mind. And that everything can be trapped within the subconscious mind. Um, emotions from your past and even uh you know from past lives or generations so by going in and finding out where the subconscious mind has stored all of these trapped emotions you can free yourself then from all of that all of the baggage that stops you from being once again your most authentic self so that's where i started and I started to just release and just talk about or think that the subconscious mind, but then those words changed for me. As I connected to my spirit guides and I connected to my angels, the dialogue changed and it changed my higher self. But uh, Dr. Bradley Nielsen definitely, um, I use personally as well with all of my clients, the body code. And it is a protocol that is an app. And I use that to decode a lot of what is um, channeled to me through spirit. And I use many other modalities as well. But it all comes to, it comes to the body code, using the body code to decode all of this. And how important is in your um, healing methodology to find uh, blocked energy within the yeah. body. Yeah. So the person's higher self will definitely take me there. So we, what we do is we develop an intention. What is their intention in the very beginning? What needs to be addressed? And from there, their higher self will take me through 
various modalities. It could be the kinesiology scan that was put together. Uh, that's Andrew Kempleton. He's out of the UK and he is the most phenomenal healer. And I use uh, two of his, his um, manuals and I use them every day. I use them in every session. I use um, as well, Kate uh, Elliott is her name and she's the easy entity release. And by releasing that which needs to be released, you can then free up that flow of energy, the, your connection to your angels and guides to source God. So in other words, you are also learning at the same time you are healing your clients because you find oh. new ways and new um, therapies, if I can say so. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's um, it's quite the, um, and, and because everyone is so different, I'm learning from every one of them uh, where I'm going. Um, a lot of my work is, is with entities, actually. And there are all different kinds of entities out there. And then, you know, an entity come up and a client will say, well, is it a good entity or a bad entity? I'm like, if, if it's coming up and revealing itself, it definitely it's one that needs to be released. I'm not speaking about your guides or your angels, you know, by any means. I'm talking reptilians. I'm speaking of aliens. ETs, there's different names, there's tricksters and demons and all different types of entities. Um, but it, it's, it's, it's so fascinating. Once you release that, the body can really then be in the flow of healing. You're really in that alignment then because we were, I was always taught with different, you know, modalities that I would be um, taking or um, interested in. I was always taught that the body has the innate ability to heal itself. So it's a matter of, you know, releasing that which doesn't need to be there. That's trapping you and blocking you. There could be barriers there even. And what's the modality of these entities, aliens you mentioned, um, to, to attach to us? Because I don't oh. think most of us are aware that we have these entities uh, no, no, attached. No, no. Right. And uh, that's that that is so varied that answer, because you could say it was because of your vibration that they attach themselves to you because you're a lower vibration. But then you can all you can as well take it to uh, maybe you have um, some kind of royal DNA because they'll attach and they'll want to put out your light if you have any kind of royal DNA. So there's many, many reasons why they're going to attach, you know, because they are of a lower, lower vibration and we are of a higher caliber. We've evolved so much more and we have so many more gifts than they have. They want to know what those gifts are. How do they acquire those gifts? So it's a matter of, um, yeah, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to, come into our energy field to try and figure this out. But it becomes so much more complicated than that when they when you've been attacked by them. So in other words, if we keep raising our vibration through love and let's say unconditional love and gratitude, mm -hmm. 
is this a, a way to get rid of them or once they they capture us they they stay for good they're in there until they're released in your energy they're not going to come in afterwards after you've raised your vibration though so by releasing that which is there you're going to raise your vibration and there's no way of them coming back in and the reason i also say that is the planet is changing it's changing to the point where our vibration is um and there's no more of this nefarious uh um offensive um happening on the planet invasive energies they're they've been released like we know that this has been a spiritual war going on and uh they've won the war and we and and with the work that i do i can heal one person at a time even but there's other people out there healing the whole and you know they're doing the grid work on the planet incredible uh energies that are here to help us to ascend so that we don't fall into the um and this will never happen i cannot say never happen but hopefully you know when this work is done but it there's no fear right now of that coming into your energy field it's just what was there what came in from previous lifetimes and because this has been going on for thousands of years so do you feel the frequency of uh, the earth uh, changing and we change at the same time yes yeah, amazing <clears throat> the difference i find it within my own family <laughs> my own family is is now being able to regroup after what has previously gone on and we're we're getting more grounded in the family now once again where we used to be maybe even better yet yeah in fact i wanted to to ask you how did the family reacted uh, reacted to initially when um react when uh, you came forward with uh, all these uh, sensibilities well, and gifts yeah they they've known about me always being involved with the alternatives because when they were very little right i'd go to iridologists and i'd go to all these different healers and uh, they didn't think anything they were younger they would just go with the flow and they always knew and then i took you know other courses and they thought it was just a passing you know interest of mine once again okay she's going to do this and then she'll get involved with this and and you know she has that tendency of doing that but when i was not well i needed to really get serious about my well you know my health and um they didn't even know really a lot of what i went through i kept it to myself um and to to tell you the truth right now i have three children two out of the three will um pacify me <laughs> they will go with whatever i'm saying or explaining to them about different um energies that i've come into um through clients and and then uh, but the one will not even listen to it and uh his his whole theory is you don't ask the questions that you don't want to hear the answers mm -hmm. so you know what that's cool i know he's put up his his boundaries and i know where they're at and you know i can relate i can come down a few notches <laughs> a so, few vibrations and mm -hmm. and uh to speak with him and his family but 
anyway, it is what it is. So his uh, higher self won't allow you to do any clearing or? or... Oh, yeah. Yes. He, he doesn't even realize it. Because he, <laughs> because he is of my blood, I can work on that child. Mm-hmm. I can release past hurt and present hurt. And I can release. Um, he's a very intellectual boy and really thinks a lot from the left brain, of course. And yeah, he's... Um, <laughs> he's a different one so we I have to know. be sure that he doesn't yeah, listen to this interview pardon me we have to be sure that he won't listen he won't see this interview <laughs> yeah yeah i will make sure of that the others though will be very happy to see it um they're very open to the work in fact they both will call on me and say mom i'm having this issue Um, The one had to get uh, him and his girlfriend, they had to get that vaccine in order to keep their jobs. And they were not placebos. They were the real McCoy. And I'm still, until a couple of weeks ago, I was still releasing layers that had come up from the vaccine. So it's very doable to be able to release all toxins when um, they haven't gotten the placebo. It's not unfortunate. Yeah, it is unfortunate. <clears throat> Brenda, what ascending uh, masters are you working with or specific angels? Um, so I have, yeah, it's, um, I have 12 angels with me right now. And I have 20 guides. So what, what happens with the, um, with the guides as I'm ascending, doing the work that I'm doing, they're the light beings that are coming in. So the light beings want to help to heal the planet as well. The Palladiums, Syrians, Octarians, the Andromedans. Um, And it's not just um, myself that I have ushered in the higher, the light beings. Uh, Sometimes like the young girl yesterday that needed that spirit released. Well, she knows what her spiritual path is, but she needs help. So right away, her higher self is saying, hey, we need some help here. So I ushered in six uh, Arcturian uh, guides for her. And that that was beautiful. So I have 12, uh, 20 and 12. So Seferin, uh, and I don't even know if I'm pronouncing this word because their name is different. It's called Seferin Angels. And it was a lady who put out a book. And um, I read the book and it's like, I want to have these angels. They used to be on this planet all the time helping. Um, And then uh, when the reptilians resonated too much, they left the planet Mm -hmm. and now they're back. So I've, um, I read her book and I called in those angels. So I have five of those angels along with my seven and I have ancestrals as well that helped me with the work um with all of this work uh i can do angel healing i can bring in those angels for other people too it's a cool protocol actually the same lady um i wish i could remember her name right now ruth rendelin 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 that's her name ruth rendelin wrote multiple souls as well which is another protocol. And I kind of picked and 
to uh, a few different things from other healers. And I put together my own protocol on uh, soul healing. And it's just amazing. I love it how much it comes up. And um, Ruth was an amazing, she was far beyond her time. She was a real, um, what do you say, uh, a pioneer of uh, angels in mm -hmm. her time. And I love working and I love people. So I would be able to tell that girl yesterday as well who her angels were. And there's a, a soul, what her, who her soul's the origins of her souls, let's get it straight here, and uh, what one was in charge of her energy. So that's part of the soul healing. Only one. We all have more than one soul. We have at least three. I have six right now. Uh, they come in for various reasons, but a soul will come in, okay, at birth, another soul of yours will come in when you start to communicate with people. And a third soul will normally come in at puberty. And then your higher self and your angels and guides will determine which one looks after your energy. And then they switch it up. So I've, I've tested when people start to talk about a Kudalini experience, for some, it's their soul being switched. Mm. A switching of the, the person that's driving the energy. As the helm, yeah, the soul that's I would say the soul that is driving the energy. So the difference in these souls is in their energy, um, in their origin. Yes. What exactly is the the, the, the difference? The, there's quite a bit. Uh, they could be um, okay. So I've dealt with um, extraterrestrial souls. They'd have no knowledge of what it's like or lifetimes on this planet. So are they going to serve a person's highest and best? No, they're not. So you can switch that up. Um, there are some souls. There's one called um, the Black Hole Guardian. And a lady con, I did um, a webinar on the souls with Tom Hines, another healer down in Arizona. And she picked up on that webinar. And she contacted me and she says, I have one of those souls. I have that black soul. I want you to get rid of it or do whatever you do. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, let's slow down a bit and let's test. There was a reason for her having this black soul guardian. And there were lessons for her to be learned from this. So, and even though the soul's there to, you know, to protect her, being a guardian, um, there was still lessons. And I said, I can't release that soul. I'm sorry. Uh, even though, but we can do some other work. <laughs> so we did some other things and uh, she was very happy with her session. Probably a little disappointed that I couldn't release it, but you can only release what the person's higher self says is in their highest and best. Yes, there are limitations and we should yeah, be aware yeah. of those limitations. Yeah. So some of these <clears throat> souls will come from other stars. This one I really like. This girl, the one that was in charge of her energy yesterday, was an angelic being. And this angelic being is a reincarnated angel. And I pick up on a reincarnated angel just like that. 
And uh, we call them earth angels. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she has some beautiful um, souls that will continue with her on her path. Uh, what would be another, um, some are from different, like ones from Mars, another one's um, uh, could be, an one's called an earthling and they're here and some of their origin is, the earthling is all about um, being a nurturer, being a mother, being, you know, um, uh, family oriented. Yeah. Brenda, you mentioned earlier uh, about ancestors. Um, how important is to pacify our ancestors' souls, which are still lingering or maybe are trying to help, but they are not comfortable uh, in helping us due to various circumstances? <clears throat> that will come up in a session. That will come up through the kinesiology scan that there's uh, healing to be done. And uh, you'd be surprised what is connected to that healing. There could be a lot of vows, contracts, oaths, anything of that nature could be connected to that. And um, I come across that and it's funny, yeah, even asking that right now, one, some of my thoughts right now are how many contracts and vows are coming up? And it's almost like as the planet is ascending, we are having the healers uh, that deal with this type of thing are having to heal these issues for people. And it's, it's just, it's, it's mind boggling to me at times, how much is coming up. And I, and I'll say that some of this healing is not like you're releasing that vow or you're releasing that contract because it could be a good one. But what happened with them is that something attached itself to it to stop it to um, um, stop it from, you know, being their vow. So as soon as you release what needs to be released and cleared from the vow and the contract, you free up all that energy. And you and that's how you're healing the ancestors as well as yourself. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that answers the question. Yes. Yeah, beautiful, thank you. Um, Brenda, off camera, you mentioned to me that uh, you've been kidnapped at, um, when you were seven years old. How did yeah. that happen and how did it impact you later on in life? Yeah. So re <laughs> when I was going through the path of healing myself from the vaccine, um, from the Trinrex, I remember telling my mom, my mom, I said, um, and, you know, I have memories of being in the hospital and it was like months I was in the hospital at seven years of age from a vaccine that I'd received. And but I didn't get a lot of visits. Mom and dad were busy and there's nine kids in the family. So well, I didn't get I'm like middle of the the, the way up the uh, the family scale and. Yeah, I didn't get a lot of visits. And I remember a lot of like horrifying memories from being there alone. And um, so when I told her about this vaccine that I got and what it did to my body, she said, well, you can't, you can't receive vaccines, Brenda. Do you not remember you were in the hospital? And I said, but I didn't know it was because of all of that nonsense. She says, no, you can't receive it. So on my path then of healing, that's when I started to dabble with entities and found out I had been abducted. 
it was through a client that said, well, um, have you heard of the secret space program? And I go, what are you talking about? And he says, no, it's a real thing. It's a secret space program. And then, I mean, uh, something to do with Eisenhower signing an agreement with the reptilians and, and this type of thing. And I'm like, no, I have never. So I started to test myself because this client said he was abducted. And I go, gee, I'm not testing that you're abducted, but I'm testing that I'm abducted. <laughs> so it kind of started from there. And um, it it's unbelievable. It makes, it gives me a lot of answers to the questions growing up um, and my challenges mm -hmm. and why I had those challenges. Because they, when they get a hold of you, Time here, we have time here, but when they take you, there's no, nothing about time going on wherever they take you. Um, and they do the exploratory and they decide, you know, what. But what I find out afterwards, and so I attract a lot of abducted people. And that's actually in one of the questions I ask in the very beginning is, has this person been abducted? Not mm -hmm. just do we have... Uh, unresolved karma, because even with clients coming in, I could have other lives with these clients. So I ask unresolved karma or entity entanglement, or have they been abducted? So there's just a pro something that I, a standard questionnaire that I ask. And um, it's amazing how many people have come to me that have been abducted. And it's sad to see you know, the point they are in their life and how long they've had to deal with all of these challenges. Yeah. yeah. And due to the work you are doing, are you prone to, let's say, psychic attacks? Do you still feel them? Yeah, <clears throat> I do. I do. In fact, one of the practitioner friends of mine, and she's been a friend of mine. She came into the doing the energy work and learning all about it at the same time I did, entered the, the, the world of uh, holistics. And it turned out her and I had had many, many lives. Every time I was in her company, I was attacked. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't figure it out. And, and eventually, we just came to the realization of how many lifetimes we have had, even off planet, especially off planet. And we had all of this entity entanglement between us, but it took energy healers outside of us to come in because we were too close to mm -hmm. each other. So, um, yeah, so these attacks would continue for a few years being very aware of them to the point where I didn't want to go to her, her place. And to the point where I thought, you know what, this isn't just happening with her. This is happening with a, a lot of people that I'm running into. I seem to have, um, I'm getting these psychic attacks and I didn't even know I was going to, I was contemplating even leaving this, the energy work because it was brutal. It was brutal. And then I, I kept asking spirit, you know, there's got to be some kind of solution to this. 
So uh, I was taken to, it was called, it's called balancing with numbers. Mm -hmm. And I shared all of these frequencies with all and with all other practitioners. I'm connected with a whole group of them. And it, balancing with numbers was created by um, Lloyd Muir. He's since deceased, but his manual is like I use it all the time as well. And it has the frequencies of protection. So once I installed those frequencies, lo and behold, I'm not being hit on as much because I can keep my frequencies higher. You know, the frequency, not the frequency, my my vibration high. So I don't that frequency doesn't come in to um, disrupt it. So, so, yeah, is the main purpose of these attacks to uh, make you give up of, of of your work. I think, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's the total uh, method to the um, entity's madness, or um, is to keep us at a low, low vibration. And I have other DNA going on in my mm -hmm. system that was very attracted to them. That's why I was abducted. It, being abducted as well, and and various people, a few of the other questions I ask is, were they rescued? because there's a couple commanders out there that actually facilitate the rescuing of these people. So this would have been many years ago as well. I don't think they do as much rescuing anymore. Valnek and Thorhan are the two names of the commanders. They will even put chips in the um, people that are being abducted. So I ask, or do they have a chip and has it been activated? If it hasn't been activated, then I'm going to do it. I will facilitate that. That was another thing that um, uh, my spirit guide said I was capable of doing and my angels. Very interesting. Uh, yeah. I know that uh, you use some tools in your practice, such as crystals and uh, pendulum. Um, how exactly do they, they help you? The, um, what, some, some of the damage that was done when I was abducted was probably with the hypothalamus. So I lose the feeling in my fingers and my feet. I had the least little bit of a temperature. So using a pendulum is definitely a godsend for me. Hmm. But it's funny because this feeling that I feel and it resonates into my hands, I don't even have to look at the pendulum. I just, it's just a knowing of what is a yes and what is a no. But the pendulum is definitely a, a, a connection or it's an extension of my energy. And do you teach other people um, your knowledge and your methodology based on your own approach? Uh, do you have any you know, webinars or um, workshops? No. <clears throat> no, but I do it individually, meaning that when they have a healing, at the end of that session, I always make sure they have protection frequencies. I also let them know how many angels and guides they have to call on and to call on them as often every day to call on them, to keep them you know, close by. So to a certain extent, I am fa facilitating this, this knowledge, this energy work. If the, whatever questions they ask about the a path that they should be on. Um, I'm giving giving them some good advice. 
And like I did the one webinar, maybe in the near future, that'd be something that I consider. But right now, I seem to be busy enough with one-on-one -on -one and uh, educating them on the, um, the energy world that's available to us. Yes. And other than, you know, working with clients, do you have any spiritual uh, daily practice? Say that again. Do, <clears throat> do you have any spiritual daily practice such as oh, meditation yeah. or praying? or? Absolutely. It's a whole ritual. It's every morning, but it can be through the night um, as well. Spirit will wake me up through the night and they'll say, you know, that client, <laughs> That's what you need to be doing. And so I get up in the morning and I test and I know exactly. And then I'll send off a message to them. Um, but no, every every morning I have a ritual with my spirit guides. And um, um, it's it's a wonderful thing. It's I live by myself. I'm single, but I'm not lonely, not by mm -hmm. any means. When I have all of these spirit guides and angels around me, I just feel so blessed. I feel so blessed, so privileged to be doing this work. It's just, it's just, it's like pinch myself. Am I really doing this work and facilitating this healing for people? And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's lovely. Beautiful. And do you think that the spirit has any words for, for us, for, for my audience, anything in particular? You can well, ask? I guess I think it's the same thing that I give my clients, you know, definitely find, you know, bring them in your spirit guides and your angels. And there might be even ancestral. I have two ancestral um, spirit guides and I have uh, three, one, two, three ancestral angels. And so you never know who they are, but I, oh, I take that comment away. People will always know who they are. It's surprising because when I tell them how many they have and I'll say, and you have an ancestral, do you know who that is? Oh, well, it has to be my grandmother or it has to be my grandfather. So it's very cool to hear that. Uh, but yeah, just to call them in every day, to talk to them, to realize that um, you need to do that. They're not going to be there unless you ask. If you don't ask, you don't receive that same, you know, uh, comment there. And to stay in the moment, stay in the moment as much as possible and stay in that moment with love mm -hmm. and gratitude. So I know a lot of us healers, we all preach that, but it is the people that are out there working you know, having to go out to work for these big, huge companies, they, unless you tell them this, they forget to reel that in and to put their thoughts there. Thoughts become, um, you know, become real. And so watch your thoughts. Watch yes. their, their <clears throat> thoughts. Always make sure they're loving thoughts. It's important. Yeah. And we talk about this um, tug of war, a spiritual tug of war that we are going through these days. Um, mm -hmm. How do you see the, the outcome? And is it going to happen sometime this year, next year? What's your mm -hmm. um, yeah. time frame on that? My time frame is next year, but that's only, um, that's only testing, you know, um, 
God right now. It's just testing God consciousness. It's just testing the universe. Let's say I'm testing the universe and they say next year, next year it's going to evolve and you're going to see more of what um, has been spoke about for the last few years. But we're going to see more of it after this year. Not to say that there aren't um, things, it changes now, but the majority of the changes will be next year. And I look at it as being all very fabulous. It's all fabulous. People talk about global warming and all of this and that. And if they're talking anything negative, I go, no, no, I don't believe in that. I believe that, you know, God has our back and um, that this is all transpiring um, for the highest and good for all humanity. Yes, let's stay let's stay positive for sure. Uh, yeah. Brenda, we're approaching the end of the interview. Any final thoughts? Any final thoughts? Oh, to know that um, to always know that the healing is within. And to, you know, if you're not getting the answers from the outside world, go within. And reach to someone that might be able to, um, not that this is a plug for my own energy, not by any, there's so many wonderful energy healers out there. But I think we're all as a, as, um, a society swaying towards that which we don't see to be able to see what we really want to see. So that's that's part of it. So believe in what you don't see. Keep those thoughts because you keep... You keep that faith and you will see what you believe. Yes, thank you. How can you be rich if uh, someone is interested to um, to work with you? Yeah, so, um, yeah, normally people just give me a phone call or they text message me. I do have um, a Facebook page and I don't post enough on it, unfortunately. And I, I can't even use the excuse that I'm working too hard and I can't get there. It's just I'm a procrastinator when it comes to technology. So, yeah, so I have the it's called Emotion C, Emotion C dot Brenda Cote at Outlook.com. People can leave a message there for me. OK, we'll uh, write this email in the description of the, the interview, yeah. the video. Brenda, thank you very much for, for your time. It's been uh, wonderful. <laughs> It's been my pleasure. And thank you so much for uh, inviting me. Thank you. And uh, to my viewers, thank you for uh, watching. Share it, like it. Uh, get a free copy of my book when you visit uh, my website. And until next time, love and gratitude.